0: off and show we're on the team 980 we're always live as well on the free odyssey app sorry anthony i got distracted by uh something that i think we might play in real things so i just i just dm'd it to you so look forward to that uh basketball players asked their favorite taylor swift song it went great uh it's time one final time for this season to do a pick six
1: The six biggest Commander storylines. It is time! Delivered at 6 o'clock sharp. It's the pick six at six. I'm going to be the biggest and harshest critic, but I'm also the number one fan.
0: All right, Anthony, uh, whose turn is it to go first?
1: It is Craig Hoffman's turn. Damn it. No not,
0: pressure. Th- not that I'd be super pumped to go second either. No pressure. I mean, literally no pressure. We're not going to revisit this on Monday. We're going to be talking about the news of the day on Monday. Our Monday show is going to look very different than every other Monday show because why would it look the same, you know? Um, actually, here's there's a correct answer for number one. I'm going to go with number one, Emmanuel Forbes. Um, Emmanuel Forbes was in good positions to make plays last week. He did not make plays uh, against Brandon Ayuk. Um, he also lost Brandon Ayuk on that terrible scramble drill down there in the red zone. And that resulted in a touchdown uh, for Brock Purdy and the San Francisco 49ers. Ultimately, this is one of the few players that we know is going to be here next year. And his, I, I, I like a lot of what he does uh, from a competitiveness standpoint. I think the ball skills, you've seen them at times. And I think more experience will help unlock his full potential as a player. And hopefully, With Kendall Fuller out in this game and Benjamin St. Juice questionable, even if BSJ plays, he will spend as much of the day as possible on CD Lamb and gain that experience. So, Emmanuel Forbes is number one on our list for this week. Anthony. Number two. Number two. Number two. That's what I said. Number two,
1: I'm going with my guy Terry McLaurin. Really? Did I steal one? No, I just you go with him every week. I did not I, I did go with him last week. Yeah, I was about to but say don't you dare say is, I didn't
0: use him last week. Okay, why are you going with Terry McLaurin? Because
1: he has a chance to notch 1000 yards okay. for the fourth time in his young career. And uh we already know he's going to get a lot of man coverage. And again, it's going to be on Terry to, you know, win quick and also sometimes come down with the contested catch. Against Stefan Gilmore last time, he had a rough outing. Gilly really had him locked down. So uh, I'm expecting Terry to, you know, bounce back, go out there in the season with a bang.
0: All right. I, I don't hate that. Um we'll see how much of a priority that is. Sometimes that is uh, a big priority and a guy like EB who's been around and a guy like Ron, I'd be like, Hey, let's make sure we get Terry, uh, some opportunities here Mm -hmm. and get him across that thousand yard. Uh, by the way, something Terry also has locked up already for the fourth time. Congratulations, uh, on to Terry for winning the media good guy award for straight years as the best interview, uh, in the commander's locker room, someone who gives insight, someone who makes himself available. Um, He's consistent. He's not always around uh, from what I understand now, but like he's got his time and he never misses his call. Like he talks Wednesdays at whatever time and everybody knows they better be there at his locker. And he fulfills that obligation and he answers every single question and he doesn't throw away answers. Um, He's a great interview as someone who's interviewed him uh, a number of times. And Uh, He's the other thing that I I say I appreciate about Terry uh, in my interactions with him as a media member, um, which now involve, you know, going to the stadium and seeing him is like he treats you like a human. If you walk by, he's like, hey, man, how are you? And that's nice because a lot of I think athletes in general see the media as like non-human. And we're just we're just men and women trying to do our jobs just like they're out there doing theirs. And uh, Terry, I think, realizes that in a major way. So, no surprise, Terry wins Good Guy Award. So, congrats to him. All right, number three. Number
1: three. <laughs> Us in technology today, Craig.
0: It's a Techno Tard Friday. Um, okay. Uh, so, we are going to go with Quan Martin for the, basically the same reasons that we went with Emmanuel. Forbes, Um, Quan has been playing good ball the last couple of weeks, arguably their best defensive player in some of these games over the last couple of weeks. He's really adapted well to that Buffalo-Nickel-slot type of role, and he could, in that role, wind up on CeeDee Lamb as well. So um, that is obviously a big, big way that the Cowboys create good matchups. He's got to take care of that, take care of business there also important as they continue their run game uh or their run defense uh which has not been very good but he has actually been pretty good in that role fitting runs he's not afraid to take on guards uh and, and big offensive linemen in the hole um Quan is a big part of their future and i think you know i've said this before like i don't know that i wouldn't resign cam curl cuz i have quan martin but if i lose out to cam on cam curl in a contract negotiation, I feel a lot better out about it because I have Quan Martin. So, Quan Martin, number three, super important for their future. All right, Anthony. Number four. Number four. Number
1: four, Craig. I haven't done this in a couple of weeks. So you're doing a coordinator. You already know. I'm going with EB, Craig. I'm going against EB because guess what? In games uh, where, we, where we've we had the scheme against pressure, he has not done a great job. When we played the Giants both times, he's done a terrible job. When we played the, the Dolphins, I didn't necessarily think he did all that good of a job. The Bills, of course, and even in the first Dallas— well, the first Dallas game in the first half was actually okay. But the Wolves fell off uh, the bus real fast. So I'm thinking uh, EB just has to do a better job of making sure Sam is c- uh, comfortable in the pocket, scheming against that pressure, because we already know that Dallas is going to bring it.
0: Yeah, no, I think that's fair enough, and Dallas is definitely way more vulnerable against the run. Will he, in week 18, on the way out, oh my just be God, like, you want to know what? Screw it. Like, you don't, I, you <laughs> remember this as a fan, but like the ultimate and FU end of season is Kyle Shanahan 2013. Kyle passed the ball 70, 11, times. And it was just like, I'm going to prove a point. You guys say, I do this too much. I do that too much. Watch this. This is the most miserable game any of us has ever played. We're freezing. My dad and I are about to get fired. We're in New York. This game's going to last five hours, and we're going to get our money's worth. And poor Kirk Cousins just had to drop back 50, 11 times. And I wonder if EB goes anti-Kyle here. He's like, you want to know what? You mother lovers have been telling me to run the football all year. So I'm just going to do it. And um, I think that'd be great because I think it'd actually be more successful than dropping Sam Howell back 50, 11 times. I sure hope he doesn't do that with this pass rush. And by the way, again, Leno, Larson out. uh, And Wiley probably out, but it's listed as questionable. We'll see if he goes on Sunday. Uh, My fifth guy or our fifth guy my third guy number five i'm gonna go with jahan um i know i feel like i've gone with jahan a couple times recently but when you make the comments in the media you got some extra eyes on you so i am very curious to see if he goes out and uh does anything extra tries to make sure that he's involved in this game like He hasn't had a a great year by any stretch of the imagination. I don't even know if I'd qualify him as having a good year. Uh, The rapport between him and Howell has never really been there. But when you come out and you're like, hey, we got to develop a winning culture, extra eyes on you, Jahan Dotson. Here are your extra eyes. I hope they're rewarded with with footballs and catches because I like Jahan Dotson a lot.
1: I mean, I love the pick. Uh, again, I think also this could be a game as he uses to go into, like, next year. Yeah. Um, so let's go out with a bang. For sure. Number six. Number six, I'm not going to lie, Craig. I was torn uh, between a guy that I don't really have too much expectations for and then the same reason I just gave for Jahan, just going finishing the, uh, the season strong. So I think I'm going to go with the latter. I'm going to go with Sam Cosme. I think if he, you know, goes on to, you know, have another stellar performance uh, against uh, Dallas, you know, who who is a formidable uh, force up front, I think we can definitely just, you know, continue to build around him. And just going into next season, I think that's going to be great confidence as he might emerge as one of our, you know, captains.
0: Yeah, I think that's definitely true. I think he's a guy that you want to keep around for a long time. Um, I do wonder. I know they just were like, hey, man, you're a guard now, and he's been awesome at guard. They want up kicking him back outside. Oh, um, not no. not, not tomorrow, but oh. or not Sunday, but, like, does the new staff come and Next be like, Who, why did they move you to guard? Like, you were drafted in the second round, and you're a good tackle. We're moving you to tackle. Um, that could be an interesting thing. But I think you probably just keep him at guard. I kick Wiley inside the guard, draft, draft one tackle, sign uh-huh. the other. Now nah, Schaumburg at center, now you're cooking. Uh, all right, that is our pick six. Dave Johnson joins us from Cleveland next.